0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid podcast with your host Hussein Talib. This is episode number 49, From Couches to Cushion, with Sean Channel. We are going to talk about training salespeople and sales leaders to produce high-level results. Enjoy this one. Welcome to Success Grid. The place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life with your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome to a new episode of the Success Great mm-hmm. Podcast. Here with me today, Sean Chanel. He spent a decade struggling to create a career in sales at a pivotal moment when he was about to walk away and quit. Something clicked in his career. Sean now helps small and medium businesses create and scare, scale their sales. So, Sean, welcome to the grid.
1: Thank you. Excited to be here.
0: Awesome. How are you today? I am doing amazing. Awesome. How about yourself? I'm um, great. Great to be here with you today. Awesome. So, Sean, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and your story, because. Like I mentioned earlier, like you, you had some struggles in sales and now you basically drive small businesses and medium into sales. So tell us a little bit about your story and where are you now?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, I started off uh, living in a small town, kind of a country town, not a lot of opportunity. And I... Was desperate to get out of that scenario, and so I got into sales at a, you know, at 19 years old, and I had no life experience, no sales experience, no sales training. It was literally just, you know, how can I get into business? How can I get into something that might lead me somewhere? And I struggled. I failed. Uh, I started my own company, and I didn't know how to sell myself, my product, my service. And so that company failed. Mm-hmm. Um, then I tried my hand at real estate, tried my hand at car sales. Uh, I did a couple of years doing door-to-door sales. And I just I struggled. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, through all of this trial and error over the course of eight years, I figured out a sales methodology, a sales method, a uh, strategy that worked for me. And I transitioned into technology sales, and all of a sudden, I just kind of, you know, took off. My, my career took off. And, you know, I was selling a ton, and all of a sudden, now, now I'm being asked to help other people sell. So I moved into a sales leadership role, which eventually then led me to a sales training role. And all of this led me to start my own company focused on helping small businesses start and grow their sales organizations Um, you know a lot of small business owners act as the primary salesperson and i work with a lot of those to help them become better at that aspect but for them to really scale they have to get out of the sales role as the owner and hire a sales team and i help them make that transition
0: as well Cool. Awesome. So you mentioned like you went sales door to door. I kind of worked for that for a while and it was, uh, it was brutal. Let's just say that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you don't realize, I think, how uh, challenging door to door sales is until you do it. And you know, people, people are not nice. I had the cops called on me. I had guns pulled on me, you know, people... Let their yeah. dogs get yeah, you know, out.
0: Because people, especially especially if you are going at homes, people just sitting there, not expecting anyone, just knocking. Oh, I have something that you might need. So, yeah. but some people were nice to me. I had some issues like this, but some people were nice. Some people invited me in. I don't know. I guess they were bored, wanted to talk some to some people. <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. What, what 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 kind of struggles? What struggles did you have exactly with the when you started out in that type of sales and sales in general?
1: Well, I think the biggest struggle for me um, is you know by nature I'm more introverted. I'm not outgoing. I'm not mm-hmm. uh, comfortable meeting new people. All of those types of things, and so you know, and that's the exact opposite of what you would think for a salesperson. <laughs> but I think the biggest piece for me was getting past the fear of rejection. Mm. Um, I took every no very personally. I looked mm. at it as them rejecting me versus my product, or my company, or, you know, just not wanting to buy or, you know, need what I had. Um, so rejection for me was the biggest piece. Um, mm. And, you know, door to door helped me tremendously with that. You know, we would talk to a hundred people a day, and ninety of them would tell you no. You were looking for ten to say yes and knew that ninety people would say no. And over the course of you know two and a half years, that equated to me, you know, getting told no roughly around seventy thousand times. <laughs> um, you know, seventy thousand no's. combine that with my dating life, I've had <laughs> enough no's for most people several lifetimes over. So yeah you know
0: that <laughs> yeah, but, you get used to it at some point uh, yeah yeah but, uh, but but i think that you grew into it like you started seeing the 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 nose or these failures as a feedback for you right this is how, yeah, how totally. you see it exactly
1: well and i was just explaining this to um one of my clients yesterday you know sales is is statistically speaking very much like baseball Mm. uh, baseball players walk up to you know the plate knowing that if they hit the ball two or three times out of ten that's okay they they know that statistically speaking they're going to strike out or get out more often than they're going to get on base Mm. that's just the reality of it um you know you're not going to hit the ball more often than you get out. And that's sales, right? We can't expect that we're going to close every single person. We can't expect that we're going to sell to every single person. In fact, statistically speaking, if we can sell to three out of 10 people, we're doing pretty damn good. We're doing enough, you know, we're gonna hit our quota, we're gonna make money. So you just have to recognize that, you know, seven out of 10 people, eight out of 10 people are gonna tell you no and that's okay mm, yeah. that's that's part of the game that, that's fine that doesn't have mm. has nothing to do with you your product your service your company that's just the statistics mm. i think when you wrap your mind and your brain around that concept that most people are going to tell me no that's all right that's expected that's what's supposed to happen i'm looking for the one or two out of every 10 that will say yes it's a completely different approach you go at it a lot differently because you don't take that rejection personally, you understand it's just part mm. of the game, yeah. and that's where you have to get into is like I'm going to step to the plate, I'm going to try my hardest to hit the ball, but I'm not going to cry if I don't because <laughs> I'm not supposed to, right? Like yeah. statistically speaking, I'm supposed to get out way more often than I get on base,
0: mm.
1: um, and that's you know what you have to think about from a sales perspective.
0: Yeah. So so what what let's say what advice would you give the new sales people especially like you mentioned maybe the ratio of rejection is higher and when someone is new enters they see that and they get frustrated but they should also at the same time understand that like we said earlier that rejection is feedback and also they should try to keep a relationship with the customer, even at the start of it, because maybe the customer does not need what you are selling right now. Maybe he will need it like six months from now. Right. So what advice would you give new salespeople around that? Well,
1: I think you just brought a great point. Um, first off, you have to understand that, you know, just because they're saying no today doesn't mean they're saying no forever. Mm. Um, you know, lots of times it's, there's potentially a money challenge. There's a timing challenge. There's a, unrecognized need challenge. They don't they even yeah. need your product or service. They just don't know it yet.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But if you focus on them and that's, you know, from a sales perspective, my biggest approach is I don't push my product or service on companies. It's mm. I focus on what their needs, wants, goals, challenges, really what their objectives are. If I understand what their objectives are, then together we can figure out whether I align with them or not. And if I don't, that's, then it's not really even a rejection. It's just there's no need for my product or service. And if there's no need, well, then, I mean, I, I'm, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Right? If I focus on them and there is a, an opportunity for me to help them and we've come to that conclusion together, then I don't really have to sell them. Right? They're just like, well, you know, we have this challenge that we're trying to figure out how to solve for. It sounds like you can help us let's do business together Mm. and that's really where what it should be sales should be a mutually beneficial agreement between two parties yeah but it starts with the client they have to have a need a want an objective that you can fill and so you have to figure that out together through the course of of conversation questions etc yeah
0: exactly so you mentioned like sometimes the the person who owns the company might be starting out by himself. And later on, the, thing, the for example, the company gets bigger and you will have to get like uh, salespeople, sales force into the team. So what is the difference between management and leadership in your opinion?
1: Oh, geez. Um, I, do, I actually do a lot of uh, leadership coaching, leadership development training as well. And when you just said the two words, management and leadership, are are vastly different. Um, you know, leadership is about helping people find the path that we want them to go on. Right? Um, you know, there's a there's a there's a direction that we're heading as a company, as a you know, uh, team, and it's helping them find that path for themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, that includes setting the pace, that includes coaching, that includes uh, inspiring them when they need you know that kind of inspiration
0: Mm.
1: management's the you know paperwork management's the time cards management's the 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 non-people side really of you know being a a boss in my perspective (laughs) so you know there's you you have to manage people to a certain perspective, right? There's just, there's that aspect when you're managing teams and managing people, you're gonna have to manage. But really you should focus on leadership. And if you focus on the leadership, it will minimize the amount of management you have to do. Cause people will want to excel. People will want to perform. People will want to improve. Mm-hmm. And so you won't have to manage them. They'll already have those things in them that they want to succeed. And so then it's really about coaching and helping and guiding, and partnering versus you know managing.
0: Yeah, because uh, because mostly in the whole world sales about um, mainly about the commissions that the salesperson get. It's not about the basic sellers. Even I saw a lot of companies who are specifically work in sales with their door to door or whatever kind of sales they do. They some of them give the minimum wages of that country and some of them i don't know they didn't give even that so i don't know if that's against the law i guess but because they tell the person that uh, want to be in sales is that you are going to get big fat commissions if you do the sales right so yeah yeah so what do you think of the some of the challenges facing people sales people changing like you mentioned the owner from the sales person transforming into the leadership role from sales to leadership. What are some of the challenging in this transition could be?
1: Yeah. So I mean, a lot of business owners, um, they sell through their passion. When you Mm -hmm. think about, you know, starting your own company, it's typically because you've learned a craft over the course of, you know, several years or, you know, And you're typically very passionate about what it is that your company does. And so a lot of business owners, when they sell, they may not even have any sales training. What they have is a passion uh, for their product or service. They've got the determination to be successful. And so those things kind of carry them from a sales perspective. Hmm. Then they think, okay, I need to sell more. And so they hire a salesperson. Well, oftentimes they've never hired a salesperson so they don't even necessarily know what to look for from a sales perspective then they've never trained a salesperson so they don't necessarily know how to communicate their product or service or what it you know even what to train a salesperson um you know they expect that they're hiring a salesperson that person already knows how to sell and then they'll have the same passion and product knowledge and you know dedication to the cause that they have and so they then struggle to lead or manage those people. So mm. there's a lot of different aspects when it comes to scaling out that, you know, as a business owner, you just, even if you think through those things and understand what it takes, the likelihood is that you've never done it. And we all know that anything we've never done, odds of success are pretty pretty minimal, right? It's not that we can't be successful. They're just probably not going to be successful the first time. And so I work with a lot of business owners who've hired, you know, half a dozen salespeople, but they, you know, they get them in the door and after three months or six months or maybe even a year, they end up having to let them go because they're not selling at the level needed. Mm. And so there's this constant churn and, you know, they're running a business. And in the meantime, they're trying to pay for those salespeople. So they're, they have to sell more instead of less. So, they're more focused on selling versus coaching, training, developing. And it gets in this endless cycle for a lot of business owners where trying to scale becomes this, this huge hurdle yeah. because it's, they don't have the skill sets to get their salespeople up and running.
0: Yeah. I see. I see. You mentioned that. I see that a lot, especially with the outdoors, because people, when they are like new, they say, okay, let's try this thing. But sometimes when they see the struggles of it, it's it's not easy. It's not an easy job. Maybe not all the people able to do that, to push in and do it every day, every single day. I had, I known engineers who graduated from engineering were, we're very good at that, at selling door to door, for example, and stuff like that. So yeah, it's not for everyone <laughs> sometimes. The, so you mentioned like the turnover of, of people, sometimes I, I used to see that it was like kind of high. Someone works in a month and then quits. You need to find the replacement for them. And you don't even you the, maybe maybe even the training isn't even complete if 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 they provided training for the employees. So it's very tough. So what how do you think communication in this type of business in sales how important is communication in this?
1: Well. I think communication is um, extremely important in in, in, in everything. Um, In fact, I think communication is really the fundamental foundation for us as just people. Um, You know, one of the reasons I struggled as a salesperson is because I didn't have the communication skills. Um, You know, one of when I was a brand new leader, you know, working with salespeople, I didn't have the communication skills to. Coach and train, and because that was a different type of communication skills than it was to sell to work with customers. Certainly, some overlap, but it was a different. You know, there's different communication skills that you need when you're coaching someone versus when you're selling someone. And so, you, when you say you know, how important is communication to me, that is, it's the fundamental aspect of all of our interactions. Um, in fact, my sales methodology, our sales training course, is called strategic communication. It's about how do we communicate in a with with a strategy, with a purpose, with a goal behind it. And you know, our interaction today—if we can't communicate well to each other, this flops. Hmm. Uh, if you can't communicate well with your your team members, it flops. If you can't communicate well with your customers, it flops. If you can't communicate well with your spouse, your children, your friends, then those relationships are going to suffer. So. I think communication is uh, huge. In fact, I just created a, um, and launched an online course mm. that's really taken those sales strategies that we use and I train, and that professionals use in the in the boardroom and and to you know in their careers. Taking those sales strategies, and the course is designed to help people use those same strategies in their everyday communication. Mm. Um, and so we've got this. We've just launched this communications course that's taking sales strategies and applying them to everyday interactions.
0: Cool. Mm, so can you tell me now you are the founder of just lunch just Lunch, like just dash launch.com right so how do you yep. help how do you help companies or organizations with their sales?
1: So we offer sales training, um, so I can come in and train a sales organization mm. um, over the course of, you know, depends on how we do it. But, we, you know, we do coaching, we do training, work through them with the sales methodology. Uh, I work with a lot of companies also from a leadership perspective. So I work mm. with their their leadership team to make them better at the coaching and development aspects and, and really leading people. Um, we also provide training for sales Individuals, so salespeople who are looking to get into sales, we have a training course for them that we can take them through, so they can excel and get a jump start on their sales careers. And then, as I said, we you know we also work with companies, you know, through six-month programs to help them launch their sales teams. So we help them with the hiring, the onboarding, the training, the development of their salespeople uh, mm-hmm. to get their sales teams up and running and leave them with
0: something that they can then
1: build upon. So it's scalable, That they can repeat the process that we've developed for them.
0: So since you work with a lot of people and companies, what are the, let's say the missing pieces that you see from your side, from your perspective?
1: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it really comes down to education. Mm -hmm. Um, you know again, it's whether you're just breaking in the sales, there's a you you need to be educated. like you you know you have to get coached. you have to you have to learn what works and what doesn't work. and that takes time. So you, you know having a mentor, having a partner, having a coach, having someone to work with you to share experiences and knowledge is hugely beneficial at an individual level. But that same mentality, that same process applies to business owners as well. I, again, Hiring that salesperson maybe something they've never done. Uh, training that salespeople maybe something they've never done. So, you know, it's just it really comes down to everything that we do. We have to learn, and you know that takes time. And the easiest, fastest way to do that is to work with someone who's gone through it before. Uh, and you know, one of the the things that I think helps me resonate with a lot of business owners, as well as salespeople, is I wasn't naturally good at this stuff. I had to learn a process. So, you know, if you're naturally good at something, you may not understand what it takes to be good at it because it just comes naturally to you, right? We don't think about how we breathe, we just breathe, right? We don't understand the process. We don't put Mm -hmm. thought into it. So if we had to coach someone how to breathe, it would be hard for us, right? Good salespeople, natural salespeople, don't necessarily know what makes them good. They just do it. In fact, they may not say the same thing twice ever. So if you never say the same thing twice ever, how do you help someone else have that same level of skill? And so that's where I know I struggled trying to learn from a lot of salespeople is they were just good at it. They just knew what they, they just did what they did. And so I'm like, how do you work with a client? Like you build relationships. I'm like, how do you build relationships when no one likes you? And they're like, what do you mean no one likes you? Everyone loves us right and they didn't know how to, they didn't know how they built relationships they just built relationships because it was natural to them mm. and we actually walk people through what questions you ask what do people look for right how do you build a relationship so when you've struggled with something and then gotten good at it you have a much higher level of detail on what it takes to go from bad to good versus someone who's just always been good at it yeah and but at the end of the day to answer your question it just comes down to the education aspects
0: yeah everyone should keep learning especially their craft there is nowadays with the internet and everything there is something new in every aspect of communication sales marketing whatever it is there is something new every day there are a lot of things to learn you everyone needs to keep improving every day right this is it's a like you mentioned earlier it's a process it does not just Happened overnight, yeah. So, what would you say one takeaway from this episode would be?
1: Oh, geez. Um, well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's. I think you just nailed it. Learn, improve. Um, one of the phrases that I have tried to take out of my vocabulary, being a parent, is the the terminology "grown up." Mm. Uh, you know, I don't like the, the, when we say I'm, I'm a grown-up, or you know, talk to our kids and say, "Well, now you're a grown-up," or "When you're a grown-up." Grown-up implies you're done growing; like you're, you're you've got there, you've achieved. And what I've learned, especially over the last you know year and a half, is we should never be done growing. We should never be stop learning. We should never stop trying to improve. We should never stop trying to expand our knowledge ourselves. And so it's, you know, we have to just accept that we're not perfect, we'll never be perfect. It's okay if we fail, it's okay if we struggle. There's a, there's like you said, there's feedback in that, that rejection from a sales call or the rejection from a new event in life, dating, job interview, all of those things. There's a, you can learn from those things. And if we approach life as an opportunity to grow and expand, then we will do so. Mm-hmm. And if we do so, we'll find ourselves in better and better situations and we'll find our life continually improving as we grow and are capable of handling you know, those new situations. So exactly. um, you know, it's, it's about just keep going, right? Just yeah. Just launch yourself forward <laughs> every single day and you will find
0: success. Awesome. Speaking of just launch yourself, where can people find you and your uh, business?
1: Yeah, they can. Um, if they're interested in our online course. They can go to justlaunchvideos.com. That's just justlaunchvideos.com all together. Uh, they can go to just-launch.com to find our website for the business consulting uh, aspects um and they can also check out our podcast which is called just launch so awesome. uh, available on all the platforms out there
0: awesome just launch i love that i love it's short and to the point great name <laughs> well thank, thank you, you Sean. thank you for being here with me today on the success great podcast
1: thank you for having me it's been it's fun i I'm, I, I feel uh blessed to be able to be here
0: thanks Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.